they have completely changed our society. They're on their way to changing, to dismantling the way we're organized, our way of life, everything, not just government. And we can't talk about it because the media will not report it. And when I write a book, Amazon blocks my ads. That's where we are as a country today. You're listening to Code Red with Secure America Now, the largest national security grassroots army. I'm Alan Roth, president of Secure America Now. Welcome to the Code Red podcast. Are we as a nation destined to live in an America that denies the freedom to speak, that rewards an ever-growing list of supposed victims, that judges people by the color of their skin? Our guest today, Mike Gonzalez, answers this question with a resounding no. Mike is a senior fellow at the Heritage Foundation. He has written a must-read book titled The Plot to Change America, How Identity Politics is Dividing the Land of the Free. In this compelling study, of how America's government created the mess we are currently living in, Mike offers a credible plan to reverse course. In short, we are not destined to continue living this way. Mike, welcome to the Code Red podcast. And I want to thank you for writing a most important book to help save our country. Well, look, I, I see, and we're seeing this with critical race theory all around us. I wrote uh, last year's The Plot to Change America and my most recent book that came out last week, BLM, The Making of a New Marxist Revolution, precisely because the media is not telling this story. You know, the, the left created identity politics. And in the most recent book, the one published last week, BLM, how uh, these Marxist organizations are trying to take over society, pull out the foundations, uh, and they want to implement a Marxist blueprint because the founders are very clear about this, and nobody's telling the story. So we had a situation last year where the Black Lives Movement went from ground zero to burning down cities in the United States across the country. And the argument made by Democratic mayors across the country was that this is a freedom movement. They have a right to protest and the rule of law went out the window. Can you explain to us where this Black Lives Matter movement came from and how did it become this dominant force that not only government, but also private enterprise has adopted and is funded. Yeah, no, that's this is a really important point. So the way I unpack it is the following way. You have a concept, a concept, Black Lives Matter. That concept is unimpeachable. I embrace it. Black Lives Matter to me. I don't even say all lives matter. Obviously, Alan, all lives matter. But, um, but you know, uh, black Americans have suffered uniquely. So I'm, I'm very comfortable with saying that black lives matter. Then you have the movement. You're referring to a movement. 
so I'm not sure what a movement is. If, if, if it means people marching and demonstrating and speaking out and exercising the First Amendment right, that is fine. Uh, the problem is that they have been manipulated by the, uh, the, the other two components, the organizations and their founders. And, and they're doing a lot of bad work. Uh, so, so in the movement, you have people who who are just cynical, who want to virtue signal, say, I, you know, I went to Brown, and I, you know, I have this, uh, and I make, I have, I'm a banker, but I have all these, all these lefty uh, views, and I'm going to put this this sign on my lawn. Uh, and they, and then you have also people who are naive, who haven't been told the story of the organizations, i.e., Black Lives Matter, Global Network Foundation or the movement for black lives, that is Black Lives Matter. If you go to Google and you type in Black Lives Matter, it sends you to BLM GNF, the Black Lives Matter uh, Global Network Foundation. That was founded by Alicia Garza, Opal Tometi, and Patrice Colors, three Marxists. They say they're Marxists. Opal Tometi doesn't come out and say they're Marxists, and, and, but she, she associates with uh, the Maduro regime, and she says that we need to have the Venezuelan-style participatory, quote-unquote, democracy. Um, uh, but Alicia Garza and, and, and Patrice Colors have been Marxists. They say they're Marxists. They say they hate capitalism. So that is what my book is about, who these women are, uh, and Melina Abdullah as well, who, the, who these, these women are, how how they're Marxists. I quote them, I quote them, I quote their goals. For example, Alicia Garza telling a group of main far leftists in 2019, what we're talking about is dismantling the organizing principle of society. We have to dismantle how we, uh, we have to change how we've organized society. I'm quoting her. That is their goal, and that is how they've manipulated uh, the, the, the anger that came out from the harrowing tragedy of George Floyd, uh, and, and that's their goal. So I just quote them because the media will not do so. That's the reason I wrote BLM. So why do you think that this Marxist organization, as you say, they publicly identified themselves as Marxists? have become so legitimized in a free society slash capitalist society like our own. How did that happen and what can we do about it? Yeah, and they want to dismantle that society, by the way. They hate our free market system and they hate our freedoms. I think they became legitimized because, as I said, the media just, the, the media, by the way, just threw out the concept of objectivity and impartiality. Uh, the the dean of Columbia Journalism School sent out an email last year, how saying how happy he was that the old shibboleth of objectivity had, had, had was being dispensed with, and that is uh, our premier best journalism school in the country. Uh, the New York Times, Washington Post have thrown out the, the concept of objectivity, and the media does not quote these organizations, does not quote the, the leaders, uh, does not uh, does not say that Patrice Colors was recruited by Eric Mann, and that's his word, by the way. Eric Mann, a former member of the Weather Underground, a, a terrorist organization so designated by the FBI, who wants to bring world revolution, who has a labor community strategy center. He, he recruited, and he said that in his book, uh, Playbook, for, Playbook for Progressives, how he recruited Patrice Colores when she was a young woman, brought her in and trained her as a Marxist. And later, Patrice Colores said, I am a trained Marxist. 
The media will not quote any of this. It's, it's incredible. So I blame them, first of all. Then I also blame the political class. The political class uh, is, is very afraid to, to talk about, to say anything about a, a movement or a group or organizations that call themselves Black Lives Matter because they don't want to be called names. They don't want to be called racist. And, and, and they, look, the, 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 the obstacles are, are really huge. For example, just yesterday, Amazon reached out to us, the Heritage Foundation, telling us they will not run our ads in Amazon for our book. They will not run our ads because they say it is controversial material. No, all I am doing is quoting Patrice Collers, Opal Tometi, and Alicia Garza in their words. So, so they have completely changed our society. They're on their way to changing to dismantling the way we're organized, our way of life, everything, you know, from Boy Scout troops to, 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 to Little League, to book clubs, not just government. And we can't talk about it because the media will not report it. And when I write a book, Amazon blocks my ads. That's where we are as a country today. Thanks for listening to the Code Red Podcast. Be sure to click subscribe to stay up to date and be the first to hear about our future podcast. You can also find and subscribe to the Code Red Podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, and YouTube. One of the ways that we can break that cone of silence about the Black Lives Matter movement is by purchasing your book. Can you tell us, I know it's published by Encounter Books, and can you tell us how people can in fact get your book? Is Amazon still selling it? Um, yeah, or- Amazon is selling it. And, and, and it's selling very, very well. Uh, by the way, last week, it's only been out for a week. And in the last week, it, it, it was number one in one of the categories, which is Black and African American history. And it was beating Ibram X. Kendi and Nicole Hannah-Jones, uh, you know, two authors that I, I bet you anything, were, whose, their ads were now blocked by, by Amazon. So you can go to Amazon and type in BLM, the making of a new Marxist revolution, and find out what these women are saying, what they say they want to do, and who their associations are. And, know, and as I said, I, I just quote them. Right. And, you know, there were, uh, there were stories of tremendous sums of money going to the Black Lives Matter movement by legitimate organizations and businesses. And then there were stories about the leaders of the Black Lives Matter movement, the Marxist leaders, filling their own pockets, buying housing, property across the country. One of the things that concerns me is how legitimate Americans got fooled by this movement and uh, and why that happened and if that's going to come to an end with books like your own. Yeah, well, first of all, you're absolutely right. Even though all of society, we're seeing this huge invasion of critical race theory into all aspects of our lives. Uh, from from K through 12 uh, to the military uh, to 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 the, our places of work, we're being harassed by HR, being put through anti-racism trainings, quote unquote, that are actually quite quite racist in themselves. All of that is because of Black Lives Matter. At the same time, 
because people like me are writing books such as mine, support for Black Lives Matter has really plunged. Um, now that you would know it, because the press doesn't write about this. Again, the press is doing an abominable job of covering Black Lives Matter. It's not covering them, it's covering for them. Um, Amazon is selling my book, and Counter Books is selling my book. The book is selling very, very, very well. Um, it would be selling better if I were able to, 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 to use ads in Amazon, but Amazon is, is, is just saying, no, you cannot use your ads. I, you know, uh, I, I guess you're, I would just say, buy my book. Do you have any insights into, and just to support what you just said, I have seen polling where during the height of the, I guess the lockdown as well as the protests, um, you had 60% of the American people having a positive attitude about Black Lives Matter. More recently, that number has between 20 and 30% see them as a positive force. In the book, you talk about not only are they an American phenomenon, but they are an international phenomenon. Now, our audiences, um, of course, are deeply concerned about the future of America, but they are also concerned about the future for our allies like the state of Israel. Can you talk about the, uh, the connections that the Black Lives Matter movement has to radical organizations that are in fact anti-Israel, pro-BDS? If I remember correctly, uh, the BLM movement here in the United States used to have on their website their support for uh, BDS. Yeah, no, thank you for bringing that up because that is it's really, really important. It tells you all you want to know about Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter sides with Hamas. Black Lives Matter sides with the Castro communist regime uh, when the Communist Party was throwing people in prison and torturing them in July after the demonstrations. Black Lives Matter, in the middle of that, issued a statement supporting the regime, not the demonstrators. And when Hamas was shelling Israel earlier this year, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation, an organization, an actual organization with millions and millions and millions of dollars in the bank, not a movement. A, boom, a movement is just something, you know, you cannot put your fingers around. Uh, the organizations, which is what Black Lives Matter is, supported, what, uh, criticized Israel while Israel was fighting for its life uh, against a terrorist organization, Hamas. So so that is very clear. Uh, Patrice Colors has gone to, to, to the, the, the Gaza Strip. I think she's also gone to the West Bank to show her support for the Palestinians, uh, not for the, the democratically elected state of Israel. You know, in um, Victor Davis Hanson uh, of the Hoover Institution, a prolific author and historian, he wrote about um, Mike's book, Mike Gonzalez shows why Americans must take seriously the architects of Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and critical race theory. He systematically reveals how these Marxists seek to transform America into something unimagined 
by the founders and unrecognizable to most Americans today. His diagnosis of the threat is superbly argued and his wake up call sorely needed. So if you need more incentive to purchase this book, um, you have here a very well-respected critic um, talking about the importance of the work uh, that you do. And I started out by talking about your previous book about, uh, about the, the, the plot against America. And it very much syncs with this BLM book that you have written. It has taken the plot against America from theory into the streets, literally destroying America physically as well as intellectually. Have you looked into how BLM or Black Lives Matter is treated in our schools? Are there schools that are treating them as a positive force in this country? And is that something that our viewers should be aware of? Uh, yeah, the plot to change America, actually, which I published last July, Encounter published, Encounter books, uh, also uh, sold very well and is selling very well. Uh, because I, in, in the plot to change America, I described identity politics and all of uh, why, how it's divi it divides society. With regards to curriculum, Black Lives Matter has a curriculum that is distributing to the to the country's fourteen thousand school districts, which the major teachers unions, the AFT and 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 and, and, and uh, the other unions, are embracing, and they say they're embracing and they're promoting to the teachers. The teachers themselves have been indoctrinated in the schools of education, where the main the, the main text being used. Is Paulo Freire's Pedagogy of the Oppressed, which is a, a branch of, of a critical race theory. So very much so, Black Lives Matter and its 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 curriculum, it's going to, it's already being used with us. Probably a majority of, of, of our K through twelve students. So the the the, the uh, affiliate of Black Lives Matter, which is called Black Lives Matter at School, uh, has uh, sent out their curriculum. And their coursework uh, to to the to the different uh, school districts. Uh, I imagine they must have reached out already to the fourteen thousand school districts around the country, and uh, uh, and it's being used, you know, in D.C. and Buffalo, in many different cities, uh, just the same as the the, the sixteen nineteen curriculum is being used. So this type of predatory, political predatory behavior on our children is being practiced already. Uh, you know, and, and, and the parents don't know any better. The parents don't know because it, the media has not told them that the founders of these of, of these organizations are Marxists who want to dismantle the way, their way of life. They just think this is about social justice. But so are you... I, am I understanding you correctly that Black Lives Matter has offered a, another anti-American curriculum and that it's not the same as the 1619 Project? Well, it tries to do the same thing, which is undermine all the institutions of society and implement a, a Marxist way of life. But it's called Black Lives Matter at School. Uh, and, and if you go to it, 
and you click on the curriculum resource guide, you will see uh, links uh, for educational, quote unquote, educational material on queer organizing or the Trans Day of Resistance. And if you keep click, clicking on the uh, the hundreds of the links uh, that BLM at Schools provides, you discover, uh, you know, a lot of stuff that comes that is Howard Zinn or, or James Lowen, uh, who, who wrote uh, Lies My Teacher Told Me, uh, and all sorts of things that undermine America. You know, Mike, you just shared with us that Amazon is not permitting you to um, advertise your book. Um, as you know, and as you have documented in your other writings, we have a situation here in America that people who discuss issues related to race, issues um, uh, related to uh, defending America um, are, are being uh, boycotted. Some have lost their jobs. Some have been forced out of their jobs. What burning motivation has gotten you to put yourself in the middle of this extremely controversial set of issues? I don't have a choice. I, I, I love America. I'm an, I'm an immigrant. I came to this country as a kid. I have seen communism. I have seen fascism too, by the way. I spent uh, the first 12 years of my life in communist Cuba. Uh, at the height of the 1960s, and then I spent two years in Francisco Franco's uh, Spain, the waning years of the last uh, fascist regime in Europe, uh, and I, then I came to freedom and democracy in New York in the early 70s, and I, I, I love America. I think this is a, a America is the place that where one can flourish, where humans can flourish. It is, I'm with Lincoln, that it is the last best hope for man on earth. Uh, it, it is. It is. A, it, it's not perfect by any means. America has racists, has individual racists, uh, but America is not systemically racist, which is what Black Lives Matter and critical race theory contend. America is a fair place. America will give you an even chance, more than an even chance. Uh, you can, you know, there's 50 comeback stories in your life if you get knocked down 49 times. Um, uh, in, in, in Americans are a good people. We're good people. And and I am not going to see this country dismantled, this the, the, our way of life dismantled, our systems uh, destroyed and smashed, um, and stand by silently. Now, if they want to silence me, uh, silence me, they can try. But you're not silencing me. In fact, you're giving me a, a wonderful platform to speak to your to your listeners and talk to them about my new book, BLM: The Making of a New Marxist Revolution. And I chose that title for a reason. This is a new Marxist revolution. Their goal, and they say so, is to revolutionize our lives. We need to become aware of this. We need. I'm trying to shine a spotlight on this. Well, I want to thank you, and we are proud to host you, Mike. Before we end our conversation, I want to urge all of our people to purchase Mike's latest book, BLM, The Making of the New Marxist Revolution. It exposes the plot to, and I'm stealing from another book that Mike wrote, the plot to, uh, to destroy this country. And, and Mike is putting himself out there. We need to back him up and educate ourselves by purchasing BLM, The New Marxist Revolution, 
You can buy it at Amazon. You can also buy it from Encounter Books. And um, I want to thank Encounter Books and Roger Kimball for publishing this extremely important book. Mike, we're going to send to our extensive list of supporters um, a, an email with links encouraging them to purchase your book. And, um, and like I said, you are invited to come here on any subject, um, whether you're selling a book or not, we are proud to stand with you. You are a patriot and it, it comes through in your writings and in your advocacy. So thank you very much, Matt. You do me a great honor. I really appreciate what you have just said. Thank you very much for giving me this platform. Um, and thank you very much for, for letting me speak to you, to, to you listeners. Thanks for listening to the Code Red Podcast. Be sure to click subscribe to stay up to date and be the first to hear about our future podcast. You can also find and subscribe to the Code Red Podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, and YouTube.